Father, we rejoice right now. We rejoice. Hallelujah. Father, when everybody else is in a panic, we rejoice. Our glory. <laughs> because we trust in the Lord. We don't lean to our own understanding. Father, right now, this is, come on, come on, this is, this is your time. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Father, we bless you. We bless you. Father, we bless your name, O oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. Hallelujah, Father, we bless you. Hallelujah, less of us, more of you, none of us, all of you. Father, sing through my mind and speak through my vocal cords that none of your word would fall to the ground. And, Father, we're going to be ever so careful to give you glory, to give you honor, and to give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, somebody bless the Lord. Come on, somebody give God a praise. Come on, he's worthy of your praise. Come on, he's worthy of your praise. Come on, come on, he's worthy of your praise. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, he's worthy of your praise. Hallelujah, he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, we bless your name. We bless your name. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We bless your name, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on. I want to welcome everyone to the early morning daily bread with me, Pastor Michael Bryan of Restored Ministries International, where our purpose, our mission, and our ministry is to restore, renew, and refresh God's people through the Word of God. Now listen, what you'll hear on this broadcast is not my opinion, but it is the Word. So it, hey, glory, if you have anything wrong with it, then that's in between you and God. He just told me to share the Word, and I'm just going to share the Word with you unadulterated. I won't add anything to it. I won't take anything away from it. Because, high glory, God wants to do something in your life right now. And he's doing it right now. Come on, somebody. He's doing it right now. High glory. Oh, come on. I wish I had somebody that could give God a praise right now. Come on. He's doing it right now. He's doing it right now on your behalf. He's doing it right now on your behalf. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. Hallelujah. Hey, glory. He shot. Tadabak, glory. Hey, say, Tadaboku, shot glory. He's doing it right now. He's doing it right now. Hey, say, Tadaboku, shot glory, glory, glory. He shot He's doing it right now, right now. He's doing it right there in your living room. He's doing it right there in your bedroom. He's doing it in your car, in the grocery store. He's with you right now, so that way you can have a breakthrough. Now listen, how many of you need a breakthrough today? I know I'm not the only one. Some of us have been believing God for a minute. But now the timing of God is here. Oh, come on now. Hey, Shay, take that book. Nothing happens in the earth unless it's a timing of God. First, God must allow it, but it must be the timing of God because there's something that he wants to do with and through his children our glory, so that way all things work together for our good. Come on now. So please, don't 
Don't be afraid to lift up your hands. Don't be afraid to give God a praise. He's here right now, and he's here to bless you right now. He's here, ha glory, to lift you up. He's here right now, ha glory. He shot Tedabah. Glory, glory, glory. He shot Tedabah. Glory, 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 glory. Ha shot Tedabah. Glory. He shot Tedabah. Glory, 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 glory. He shot Tedabah. Glory, glory, glory. He shot Tedabah. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, I wish I had somebody with me today. Ah, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Somebody just don't, ah, uh, glory, don't feel, listen, don't feel scared. It doesn't matter where you're at. Just begin to give him a praise. He's already done it for you. Come on. Somebody just give God a praise. He's already done it. He's already done it. He's, he's already done it in your life. Come on now. Come on now. He's trying to get something to you. Come on, just praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name, oh God, we bless your name. Hallelujah. Now listen, we started teaching about the Feast of the Lord, the Feast of Passover, which we're going into right now, high glory, coming up this weekend. Sister Karen, thank you for joining in. So the Bible says, and let's go there, just so that way we can put everything in the proper perspective. High glory, come on, grab your Bibles. Ah, glory. Because there's a couple of things that the Lord wants us to take a look at right now. Hey, glory. First of all, go to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Amen. Glory. Come on. Now listen, once again, this is not going to be my opinion, but it's going to be the word of God. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4. And when you get there, someone someone type, amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. He shot to the back. Glory, hallelujah, we bless your name. Come on, Proverbs chapter 4. Look at verse 4. Proverbs 4, verse 4. Look at what it says. And he taught me also... And said unto me, let your heart, let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. So life begins when you obey and do the word of God. Amen. We, uh, don't you forget that. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on now. Life begins. Life begins when you begin to obey the word of God. Look at verse 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, verse 6, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, Brother Mike. Thank you for joining in. Love her, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Now look at verse 7, Proverbs 4, verse 7. Wisdom, hallelujah, it's the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. And with all of thy getting, get understanding. Let me say it again. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. And with all of your getting of wisdom, get understanding. Now, couple of key things here 
that I believe will bless you today as we're going deeper into the teaching about the Feast of the Lord. A couple of things that you need to understand. Amen. This word wisdom, this is the will of God the word of God the thoughts and mindsets of God okay and it's the what to do Amen. So the wisdom of God is the will of God. It's the word of God. It's the thoughts and mindsets of God. And it is the what to do. So the will of God, the word of God, is the principal thing. Now this word principal right here, you got to understand it. The word principal, it means first. So the will of God, the word of God is the first thing. Therefore, get the word of God. And with all of your getting, get understanding. Now, here's the key right here. Oh, glory. This is going to help you today. It is the spiritual discernment and perception. of God, which is the how to do it. I'm trying to make it very plain. So the understanding of God is the spiritual discernment and perception of God, and it is the how to do it. Okay, so the will of God, the word of God is the first thing, therefore get the word of God. And with all of your getting, get the spiritual discernment and perception of God. So, the what to do is the first thing. And with all of your getting, get the how to do it. Amen? Hey, I, I can't make it no plainer than that. So we're talking about the Feast of the Lord. The Feast of the Lord. The Feast of, we are in a time of season. Now listen. This is very key because at the beginning of the year, which wasn't New Year's as the world tries to celebrate, it's, it's the year of 5780, which is according to God's calendar. God's calendar is represented and it is, it is operated by the cycles of the moon. If you read Genesis chapter 1, he says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. So it starts with the evening and it ends in the morning. Amen. This is why the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Amen. So, but the Roman calendar, which is, which is part of the world system, that's dictated by the cycles or the rotations of the sun. This is why we have to understand we must get God's way of doing things. How glory. So he said that this is your season. That you're crossing over into your land of inheritance. So 
This is what now. Now listen, God's timing of the year is in between September and October. It, this happens at the end of the year for God's calendar, which is the, which is the Feast of Tabernacles. Okay, God doesn't wait until New Year's. We do, and then we're always behind. This is why we're going to go to another scripture that says Hosea chapter four. He says, "My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge." Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you and your children after you. So when you understand, when we reject God's way of doing things, it makes things impossible for us because God cannot support someone who's in disobedience. Oh, come on now. I know we're walking by grace and we're living by grace. We're saved by grace. But listen, hallelujah, we still have to obey his word. Are you getting something so far? If you're getting something so far, someone type amen. And I want you to go to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Come on. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Come on. Stay with me. It's going to make sense. Amen. Look at verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Now, I started teaching you yesterday, but you've heard me teach this before, that the seasons, that the times and seasons of God are dictated by his purpose. So, we need to know what is God's purpose at this time and when will this purpose be activated? When does this season of this purpose is activated in the earth for us? Because in God's kingdom, everything starts in the spirit first, then it manifests in the natural. Come on now, stay with me. So, this is your season that you're crossing over into your land of inheritance. But now, this is also God set up appointed times. He set up divine appointments with him so he can commune with us and fellowship with us and then refresh, restore, and renew us for the upcoming season. This is the purpose of the Feast of the Lord, and we're going to learn that. So go to Psalms 102. I'm trying to do this piece by piece, line upon line. Come on now. Proverbs chapter 2. I mean 102. Psalms 102. See, I have to show it to you in the Word because I don't want you, I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to see it in the Word. Psalms 102. Just bear with me. Look at verse 12 and 13. Amen. But you, O Lord, shall endure forever. And thy remembrance unto all generations. You shall arise. You shall stand up. You shall 
set your focus and have mercy upon Zion. Now, the first thing, when God rises up and when he's getting ready to activate a door in a season, our glory, and we can go there, there because Paul said that a great door and effectual has been opened unto me, but there are many adversaries. When God opens a door for a fresh new season, for a, for a re reconciliation and restoration, when God is getting ready to outpour into your life, there are many adversaries trying to keep you blinded from where the door is. But he says, her glory, he said, I'm going to get up. I'm going to have mercy upon my children for the time. Here we go. For the time to favor her. Now, here's the purpose. Yes, the set time is come. Now, this phrase set time means appointed time, appointed meeting, and appointed place. Come on, we're going somewhere right now. I'm just trying to, to really recap what we began yesterday so you can have an understanding. Now, listen. Let me just say it right here. The feasts of the Lord are not a Jewish thing. It is, but it's a Lord thing. Let me just type that in. Now, let me go here. Go to Exodus chapter. Twenty three, verse fourteen. Well, first of all, let's go to Exodus chapter three and then we'll preface this. Exodus chapter three. Exodus chapter three. Now, listen. When God puts these seasons, these appointed times in the earth, it's because he. The Father is going to come and personally commune, fellowship, and intervene in our lives. It's to restore us. It's to reconnect with us. It's to refresh and renew us. Brother Solo, thank you for joining in. So once again, let me let me just show you Exodus chapter 3. Come on. Going to Exodus chapter 3. And then we're going to do Exodus 23 just for time's sake. Amen. Exodus chapter 3, then we're going to Exodus chapter 23. Look at what it says. Now, God comes down. Let me show you. Uh, verse 2, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto Moses in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, but the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside. When God comes down, he's trying to get our attention because our attention has been distracted. Amen. Now listen, it's no coincidence that God has allowed something to happen in the earth and it's caused us to have to stay home so we can commune in our homes. Oh, come on now, Sister Donna. Thank you for joining in. Hey, glory. Sister Patricia Devane, thank you for joining in. So when you understand, God has a divine a purpose for allowing certain things to happen. Why? Because the Bible says all things work together for our good, for those who love God, and for who are the called, the divinely selected and appointed according to the purpose of God. So when you understand this time and season, he says, look, 
I'm going to turn inside and see this great sight. Exodus chapter 3. And when the Lord saw that he got Moses' attention, how glory, has God gotten your attention while you've been at home? Come on now. Has God gotten your attention while, while you can do some things and you got your children in your home or, or is you and your spouse or if you're home by yourself? Did God get your attention or are you more focused on a virus and not focused on the one that can cure you or keep any disease away from you? Come on now. Look at what it says. When the Lord saw. Now this is not an angel. Uh, this is the Lord. Saw that he turned aside to see. God called him out. God, Elohim, called unto him out of the midst of the bush. And said, Moses. And Moses said, here am I. He says, do not draw hither. Here's how we know it's God the Father and not just anyone else. How glory. Because God is the only one. The Father is the only one that when he comes down, it causes everything to be made holy. Even when Jesus walked on the earth. How glory. He was walking in the area of a son of God, not the father. So there's a difference between the father coming down and causing the land to become holy. And oh, well, Let me just show you. He says, draw not hither, put off thy shoes from thy feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Now listen, let me just tell this to you. God has come down whenever the feasts of the Lord are activated and that door of his reconnection is coming to us. It causes our glory, him to come down and personally intervene. God inhabits the praise of his people. Moreover, he said, I am the God. Listen, here's how we know it's God and not the Holy Ghost or an angel. It's not even the word of God because the word of God had not been a uh, glory. Jesus had not walked on the earth yet. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father. I am the Elohim of thy father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord Elohim said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. I have surely, I have surely, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. And I have heard their cry by the reason of their taskmaster, for I know their sorrows. And I am come down. Now look at what he says. Look, 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 look. And let me just type this here. And I am come down to deliver. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hands of the Egyptian. So now, here's what you got to understand. This I am, and I am come down to deliver them. This is the same glory phrase. This is the same annotation that he uses when he tells Moses, if they ask you, when Moses says, who shall I say sent me? Tell them that the I am that I am has come. All glory. I am come to deliver you out of the hands of the Egyptians to bring them. Now, now, check it out. Remember, I said, this is your season that you're crossing over into your land of inheritance and to bring them up out of that land, the land of not enough. Egypt represents not enough unto a good land. Now, how glory, the land, a large land and a land flowing with milk and honey. Now, this is also the feast of the Lord is also in this particular feast. This is the feast that El Shaddai is in operation. Glory. 
So now, this is verse three. Now, I have to I have to go ahead and sit and, and just say this, I, because I know what some people are saying right now. Pastor, prophet, you're trying to bring us back into the law. No, I'm going to show you that because the enemy, listen, the devil has put certain mindsets in the body of Christ that you've been taught to do Easter, you've been taught to do resurrection, you've been taught to do certain things, but God didn't say do those things. He said to follow my instruction. Now, come on. There's nothing wrong with recognizing certain things, but when God says to come into my presence, let me just show you. Go to Exodus chapter 23. Here's why the body of Christ is sickly. This is why the body of Christ is weak, because we're not getting into his presence when he says to get into his presence so we can be refreshed, reconnected, renewed, and glory, and restored. Our glory, Exodus 23. Now, this is going to be glory. Come on now. If you're getting something so far, or if you begin to see something that you haven't seen before, someone type Amen. Like I said, this is going to be the word. It's not going to be my opinion. Amen. So let's go here. Exodus 23. Now remember. You have to understand. The set times of God. Remember, a set time that we read in Psalms 102 or Or when you see the phrase appointed time, it's the same Hebrew word moad or moadim, which means appointed time, meeting, and place. You have to understand this right now. When God sets this in the earth, here's why Hosea says my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. I'm not bringing you back to the law. I'm bringing you back to show you what the word says because sometimes our we're missing something in our spirit because we're not whole. And sometimes it's simple things as just following the instructions of God that causes things in our lives to go missing. Exodus 23. Look at verse 14. Come on, Exodus 23. Gary Williams, thank you for joining in. Now listen, Exodus 23. Now, look at verse 14. It says, three times, three in the Bible represents obedience. You shall keep a feast unto me in the year. The word feast just means a celebration or rehearsal. Now, everything in the Old Covenant or the Old Testament, and it really wasn't called Testament, it was called Covenant, it was a foreshadowing. It was a promise of God. It was the promises of God that in the New Covenant, Jesus came and fulfilled the promises. Hallelujah. So, the Old Covenant or the Old Testament is the releasing of the promise. The New Testament is the fulfilling of those promises. Now, 
Look at what it says. Three times in the year shall you keep a feast unto me in the year. You shall keep the feast of unleavened bread, which is what we're going into right now. I know that the church tries to do Easter and do the eggs and the bunnies and all that. That's all cute, but that has nothing to do with the covenant of God. The egg, and oh, I know what you're saying, but we celebrate resurrection. That has nothing to do with the covenant of God. Ha, glory. Now, let me show you why. You shall keep a feast unto me, unleavened bread, the feast of unleavened bread, or Passover. And you shall celebrate this seven days, as I what? Commanded you in the time appointed, in the time appointed, or appointed time, which is the word Moad or Moadim, okay? For in it, check it out. Why do we remember this time? It's because I came and I brought you out of Egypt. And he says, none shall appear before me empty. Now, in this week, I'm also going to show you where your giving is affected by how you give in these times. Your sowing seed, God's kingdom is built on seed time and harvest. But you have to know when to sow seed and when to reap for harvest. The devil has put certain things that he is so crafty in, the, in our own services that we come to worship God and we are deceived because we don't know the truth or we don't have the proper understanding. So the Passover is the first feast. Amen. The second one. 50 days or seven weeks in one day after Passover is what we like to call Pentecost. Pente meaning 50, okay? And the feast, high glory, of harvest of the first fruits of your labor. Now remember, God's people at this time, they were farmers and herders. They grew their food and they, and they grazed or they raised their meat. Amen. But listen. Because God's system, God's kingdom is built on seed time and harvest. He said at Pentecost, you're supposed to, well, Passover is when sowing time starts. That's the beginning of the year for God's people, for God's calendar, and also the sowing time of God. That's the beginning. Pentecost, which is seven weeks and one day after, is when anything that comes out of the ground after you planted it, Amen? You're supposed to take a handful, put it in a basket, and two wheat loaves. Wheat loaves represent abundance, and you would take it to the priest so the priest could pronounce a blessing over you and your harvest. So at harvest time, check it out, uh, at the Feast of Harvest, the first fruit of, of your labor, which you have sown in the field, and the Feast of Ingathering, which is actually the first name that it was called before, Tabernacles. Why? Because they built, after God had Moses to, to build the tabernacle, they would encamp around the tabernacle in temporary booths. It was called the Feast of Ingathering, also the Feast of Booths. Why? Because that would be the time that it that, that uh, they would bring in the harvest, which is the, now, now, now listen, and the feast of ingathering, which is the end of the year. When you have gathered in your labors out of the field, three times in the year shall all mankind appear before me. So you got that so far. So this is that time. This is that time. This is that time. That God is saying, recognize what I'm doing around you. This is your season. Now listen, God has allowed you to be 
called to your homes where you can get with him personally so you can see what he needs from, from you and what you need to give to him during this season and time in your life. Amen? Now listen. We have to understand that if God tells us to do something, there's a reason. And we're going to end here for today, but I'm going to give you those five reasons right now. Five meaning the grace of God. Now, we're, we're in Exodus 23, but I want you to go down to verse 20. Exodus 20, verse, Exodus 23, verse 20. Look at what it says. Behold, I send. Brother Fred Denby, thank you, my brother, for joining in. Behold, I send before you an angel to keep you in the way. Remember what the word says? When a man's ways please the Lord, he'll make his enemies be at peace with him. And to bring you to the place which I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice. Don't provoke him. He will not pardon you. But if you shall indeed obey his voice. Here we go. And do all that I speak. Number one. I'll be an enemy to your enemies. An adversary to your adversaries. Go down to verse 25. And you shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless thy bread. Bless your water. And I'll keep sickness away from you. Now, it's no coincidence that right now, ah, glory, yes, my brother. Now, it's no coincidence that right now, as we're going into, into the Feast of Passover, that we, in our nation, in the world, we are combating a virus, a sickness in the earth. But God says, if you'll come into my presence, my presence will protect you and keep you from any sickness or disease. Now, we're going to stop there for today. I know. I know. It was just getting good. But listen, you can, you can only take so much at one time. Now, listen, we're going to be here earlier tomorrow. I was a little bit behind, amen, technical difficulties. But listen, I want you to, to just stay tuned this week because I'm going to be teaching you. Now, listen, once again. This is not a Jewish thing. It's not. It, it, it ain't just a, a Jerusalem thing or Israel thing. He said, "All mankind." He said, "Come into my presence three times in a year, and if you obey my instructions, five key areas of grace I will make sure is taking care of your life." But listen, a lot of God's people are dying early. They they look tired. How glory they're they're uh, glory they're getting a uh, uh, war out. Lord God, uh, 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 they're getting depressed. They're committing suicide. All these things, maybe because we're not refreshing ourselves in His presence. Come on, lift your hands, Father. Right now, I declare and decree that according to Your Word, You said, "How glory hish all things work together for our good." Father, right now, I activate Your Word in their life. Father, you said while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. So, Father, we activate the seed of the word that says, come into my presence and glory, and I'll be an enemy to your enemies, an adversary to your adversaries. Father, oh, glory, I'll bless your bread and your water, and I'll keep sickness away from you. That's your word, oh, God. 
And Father, now hasten your word to perform it. Father, every need, supply it right now. For those who were laid off or furloughed, Father, cause unexpected income to come in from the north, south, east, and west. Father, do what needs to be done. And Father, we agree and we obey the voice of your word. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone said, amen and amen. Now listen, if you got something today, go to the website, www.RestoredMinistriesInt.org. There's more teaching videos on the feast, the Passover and everything. Listen, go there. Take the verses. This is why I write the verses there. Study it for yourself. Study to show yourself approved unto God. You'll understand and you'll find out I'm teaching what the word is saying. Amen. Now listen, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Be blessed, be restored, renewed, and refreshed in Jesus' mighty name.